burst in the tank is a way to be comfortable and still look professional. Hi, Sharks. I'm Justin Bear from Bethesda, Maryland, and today I'm seeking $300,000 for 4% of my innovative apparel company, Collars & Co. 4%? Uh -huh. I need you to stop what you're doing right now and give some super claps for super entrepreneur Justin Bear. Woo! Welcome, Justin. How are you doing today? Great, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You thank you for taking the time. Glad you reached out and uh and decided to come on for an interview. Um, so let's jump right in. What was your relationship with Shark Tank but prior to finding out that you would get to, you know, go on Shark Tank or would even apply or be selected? Yeah, I mean I've been watching it for years. Obviously, being an entrepreneur, it's such a fun show to watch. And when I had this idea for this kind of polo shirt with a collar, everyone everyone always said, God, you should go on Shark Tank. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. It's not too easy to probably get on there. I was thinking, like, maybe you have to, like, know somebody. Um, but I didn't. And then one night, it was like 1130. Kids were in bed. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to, like, go to ABC.com. And I, re I remember I typed in like really short answers. I told my wife, I was like, I, I applied for Shark Tank. She's like, how did it take you? You know, it didn't take you that long. I'm like, there's no way I'm getting on this. I just doing it just to like, you know, say I did it and give it a try. And then they called. Wow. Uh, ding, ding for that. Because, uh, you know, it takes a lot of guts to commit to doing it and then it takes even more guts to say you know what i'm just going to answer short quite you know short brief answers not go to like super long details and figure it all out uh and and get hung up in the process right like oh i don't i want to make sure i answer this question just right just go for it and uh and that is absolutely awesome to see that that worked out for you justin yeah i mean i just you know shot from the heart and told them what it was and why I thought it was a cool product and why I should be on it. And, and I was also thinking about their side, like, do they really want to read like 10 pages of an application? Like, I think I can say this in less words. <laughs> I think, you know, it's, yeah, I, I run into that same problem. I, what I do when I, I fill out, cause I do like, you know, whenever I get interviewed or anything like that in text form, it's like, I'll write out this whole long thing and then like go back and start like chunking out pieces of it to be like, okay, this, yeah. this sentence is important. This sentence is important. Okay. All this can just go, you know, cause you just got to get like the, the word vomit out, uh, the mind, um, oh, uh, what's that word? The, the, uh, the, the flow. I can't think of the word. Get the flow. going. Uh, yeah. Like you just gotta, yeah, you gotta get it started. Like you get all those words, the stream, like, like the, 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 the word stream out of your mind and, uh, and then go back and like edit it up and mark it up. But no, that, that is awesome. So, um, so once you, once you started to get down that rabbit hole of like, okay, I'm going to be on, you know, th this is looking like I might get to go on shark tank. Right. I mean, just getting the phone call, uh, or, or, or email, you know, response has got to be like heart stopping and or like, did I get, did I get fished? Did I, did I, did I apply to the right place? Was I really right. on the right website at the time? Yeah, I mean, I remember being on the call and obviously everyone's working from home during COVID. And, um, you know, my wife's banging on the door like, come on, we got to go. And I'm like, it's Shark Tank. You know, <laughs> like I'm talking like my, my, I've got a glass door in my office. And I remember that. She's like, okay, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty fun. It was fun getting the call. But as you know, just because you get the call does not mean you're on the show. And then you're obviously going through rounds 
of um, interviews. And even then the biggest kick in the pants, obviously, and I'm sure everyone said this, is just because you tape the show doesn't mean they air the show. So they're always kind of, you know, hanging this over your head, as you can imagine. And it just, you know, it starts from, you know, months and months back when, you know, you kind of first get that call. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. It, it, they, it, it, that part is some of the ner- most nerve wrackingness of it all, especially like once you record it and then you, I mean, you might air, you might not air. You also might not air until like the spring. <laughs> so you go right. through all these months of waiting and hoping like, when am I going to get the call? Am I going to get a call? Am I, you know, what, ha- you know, where, you know, where, where's the line for making sure I'm stocked, making sure my website's, you know, right. up, updated and uh, ready to handle that kind of traffic. Uh, though it seems like almost everybody goes through Shopify and Shopify's like, yeah, okay. No, this isn't like 10 years ago where it's like, oh, no, our, our site crashed yeah. like five minutes into the pitch or whatever. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know, so, uh, yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot uh, there. And it's great that your wife was supportive enough to be like, oh, OK. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. It's like, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I, I hear enough uh, on my end about like, oh, we're, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? I'm like, yeah, I'm almost there. I'm, yeah. I just got to finish this call or just got to finish what I'm doing. Um, so so once you went down that rabbit hole, um, how did you go about balancing preparing for Shark Tank, you know, the gauntlet that you have to go through paperwork and talking with producers and stuff like that yeah. uh, combined with preparing a pitch like what you're going to pitch and and the valuation that you want to come into the tank with uh along with your family and running the business the day-to-day operations i mean it it, it's a lot of work like honestly what i was figuring when to get on the show is yeah sure you'd have this application you probably do an interview and then they're like yeah you know you're you're kind of in you know it's not much more to do there is so much paperwork involved there is a ton of work I bet you people just get tripped up on that potentially and just be like, I can't even like do this. You know, the amount of like legal documents and, uh, you know, numbers that they want. And, uh, yeah, they want cash flow statements and banks and bank statements and, uh, you know, balance sheets and not to mention all the other kind of on camera work and interviews that they want done as well. It's a lot. I mean, it, it, it's like a, I mean, it's another like part-time job that I probably didn't have much time to do, but, you know, just did it at night. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where um, we don't, we're like, how, how are we going to survive this? And then you look back and you're like, how did I survive that? I'm not really sure yeah. how I got through a lot. all of that. Um, how did you go about pick, uh, coming up with your valuation of uh, 300,000 for 4%? Cause like, that's not, I mean, it's a round number in the sense that four is an even number instead of an odd number, but it's not a five, you know, a multiple of five. Right. Well, I actually was going for more. I was thinking I was going to go in for a larger valuation ask. And then if you remember over the summer, the market's tanking, right? Stock market's crashing, um, you know, hearing rumors, the sharks aren't writing, maybe potentially big checks. And to really, you know, think through what the valuation was. So I thought, honestly, I thought I was being a sport and getting on a seven and a half million dollar valuation, um, given just our sales and the speed at which we got there. And obviously just seeing the show, I could see other companies, uh, you know, we were around just, you know, over a year and we hit 5 million. I felt like, you know what, 
a seven and a half bow is probably a good starting spot. We'll see where it goes. Um, but the other thing is I didn't want to give up that much equity. So I was like, okay, let's start with four. You know, maybe we end up at five, maybe six if we have to, something like that. But, you know, obviously looking back, there's, you know, obviously looking back on it and, and being a fan of the show, you know, it's so rare for these sharks never to do anything less than like 20% or 15%. And I don't know, for some reason, I thought I could, I could somehow swing them to less than 10, but uh, that didn't work, but it ended up being great anyway. You know, it, it was a great deal. It's amazing to obviously, you know, be in Mark Cuban's camp and Peter Jones's camp. And it's probably one of the first times, I don't know, I think when the producer said this, like, the two billionaires kind of invested in a company. So it's, uh, it's great. It's humbling. We made, you know, I made the right choice in the end. Obviously they make it look a lot more dramatic than it really was um, in there. As you probably know, you know, it's television and they're cutting an hour and 15 minutes down to six minutes or something, but it was good TV and it ended up being a, a great deal. And the guys have been cool. You know, Mark's been awesome. And, and Peter also. Have you, have you been able to close your deal yet with them? Oh yeah, yeah, deals closed. Oh, we did. Oh, duh, that's awesome. Congratulations. I mean, yeah. especially with two sharks, because like I know from other entrepreneurs have told me, like you know, once you have the second shark, it, it just gets very complicated in in negotiations of and the due diligence process because they want something, the other one wants something, you want something, yeah, and you're not. It's it's not just two people that need to figure it out. It's it's three people. Um, so that is that is awesome that you were able to get it closed uh, in in relatively uh, quick time. Yeah, it, it happened. I mean, everyone was pretty, um, you know, reasonable in the negotiations. You know, I, as probably previous entrepreneurs have said, you know, devil's in the details, right? So the valuation, that's the easy part. It's all the details of the deal and, you know, how's it going to work and, and the controls and what they're going to be able to sign off on or not sign off on. And once you can get that straightened out, it, it, it went pretty smooth and I did hire uh, an, an attorney that's kind of, you know, in the venture world. So they were pretty familiar. And I don't know, I think that the, you know, Mark and Peter's attorney probably kind of respected that a little bit um, that, you know, they had, you know, a, a, you know, an attorney from a kind of a large name firm in DC kind of running this deal. So, you know, it, it, it worked out. Well, I, I, I would, I'm just guessing that that would be a benefit of having a company that has the money to be able to fund, uh, you know, a name uh, in the attorney space. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, I versus just, like small town, like, hey, my small town attorney, you know, like he does great, but like not on a stage of that magnitude. Right. I mean, I think for an extra few thousand to get an attorney that, you know, uh, you know, has done this multiple times and someone maybe that the shark kind of, you know, that respects, obviously it's, it's, it's their attorneys talking to each other. Um, you know, I think just made it smooth. So I would say yeah. for entrepreneurs out there, it's worth the extra money. I know these attorneys are seemingly expensive now, uh, but sometimes they're worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I would. I, well, the relationships and the and the you know when they're when a name uh, uh, presi not presides uh, 
precedes itself you yeah. know it, it really it really helps because then they take it seriously you know yeah. everybody everybody's that's at the table takes it seriously and um i think that that really you don't think you're right that goes a long way and just um that relationship and trust factor that like if you're willing to go in that extra mile to go and make sure you're getting the picking the right guy for or girl or lady for uh for the job right sure. and you, that means you're taking it seriously and that's what i can expect going forward that i'm not you're not splitting hairs over you know four five ten thousand dollars you know it, it, what's in the grand scheme of things is not a lot of money um especially when we're talking about closing a deal that's you know rough around a million dollar deal so yeah. uh i think i think that goes a long way in sending the right message i agree and you know what there's things that they just you know my attorney has done so many times that they knew they just weren't going to get away with it. You know, some some things in the documents that maybe some attorney that you, you know, a friend of a friend's dad or mom or something is helping you with this deal, you know, maybe they would get pushed by, but somebody that's they know and that, you know, does deals all the time and are like, this isn't going to fly and you know, can kind of scratch it out with them pushing back too much. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you're going, uh, you prepared your pitch. Uh, you're going into the tank, uh, which I have right over here. Uh, go walking into the tank. How are you feeling going into the tank with your 4% offer, which, you know, generally I mean, doesn't fly very well. <laughs> no, but, uh, I know they only, it only goes up. You go, if you ask for, for not enough, it's not gonna, it's not gonna go well. But, um, I always say like, it's a good thing I memorized my pitch because I don't know what was coming out of my mouth. I mean, it was just, you ever have that? Like, like words are, you're just speaking and your mind is not there, but the words are still coming out. So uh, yes, it's a good thing. all the about. time, whenever I'm yeah. singing a song or, or a rap or whatever, like it's, it's just coming out. Like I'm not even thinking it's not even yeah. a conscious thought. Exactly. There's no consciousness at all. Stream I mean, of consciousness is what I was thinking of. Earlier. Oh, there you go. There we go. There we go. Knew it was going to happen at some point. Um, that's that is great though that uh that you so you were that amped up and uh and and i guess just uh that you were like not like an out-of-body experience yeah totally i mean that i remember um you know i was like gosh i think i want to rehearse this one more time you know how much time do we have like 15 minutes or you know 10 minutes and they're like two minutes i'm like what he's like yeah just just say it as you're walking back down i'm like oh my god what so it was it was pretty nerve-wracking like okay yeah you're ready to go go <laughs> <laughs> well that reminds me of, of, of two things one uh the, the muppets i don't know if you're a disney fan but muppets 3d you got a minute and a half like it's a glorious three-hour finale right you got a minute and a half um yeah. and you you literally had a minute and a half before you gotta get get together collect yourself and, and, pretty and much. walk out there um <laughs> so so were you prepared for Damon's response to the show, to, to the show, to your, to your pitch and to your company? Um, I wasn't, you know, they, I wasn't prepared. Obviously being a clothing brand, everyone looks to Damon like, Oh, he does clothing brands. Maybe, but I really actually don't see him that often do clothing brands, even though he is like the clothing brand guy. Um, but no, I thought it was a little bit odd that he would say something like that. It's like been around for a thousand years and it's going to be around for the next, 
you know, who knows how long. So I, I thought it was a little bit odd. And maybe I also found like the Sharks in their, you know, they want to have like that funny moment. They want to get on TV. They're all like fighting for airtime in a way. So they want to have like the shocking line that gets them on. Um, and even though Damon kind of came out, I think a little bit harsh early on, you know, by the end, Damon was already like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I'll, I'll mentor you. It's almost like he was ready to almost like get back in. Like they didn't obviously like want to show that part of it. Right, but, right. You know, by the end, um, you know, once they heard all the numbers and, um, you know, we really talked about my background. Anyway, I thought it was, you know, I had like the whole story. My Both my parents passed away, my kids. And they the show's editors obviously had their own um, agenda on how they wanted this to come out. But, um, you know, by the end, I think all the sharks, you know, I think we're, we're kind of excited about it in a way. Um, so I can even see like Damon even coming back in potentially um, if we needed to, but I'm glad we, we ended up with two, what I think are the, were the two best sharks at the time. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I've said this plenty of like, you know, for anybody that in the super community that's watched, you know, these interviews, I've said it so many times, but you know, the, the way that they need to work is what's the result. And then they have to work back, like work backwards to tell that story. Right. So things like somebody wanting to come back in cool, but if it doesn't ultimately serve the story, like to, to the end, then you know you only have eight to ten minutes to tell a story. It's not like they have an hour to tell the one pitch that maybe was an hour and twenty minutes or something like that. So it's like, oh, we cut out a little bit and then we go. So you could have that that rural roller coaster that goes up and down, up and down versus like the very formulaic, uh, right. you know, up and then like comes down a little bit and and maybe rides a little bit yeah. until it's over. So you know, for them, it, it's about telling that that story in a way that people who might not even be paying attention because we're all like on our phones in between, you know, like we got our second yeah. screen going on. Um, it's, it, you know, it's just not, it's just not that good of an idea to, because the people that are watching aren't necessarily honed in either. Right. I mean, look, they made it really exciting. It was a lot about, um, it was a lot about the, um, the negotiation and like kind of the shark fight and me saying, something and then you know me saying this valuation and it, it it focused a lot on the valuation once they were like oh you know you're doing 5.4 million they didn't ask too much about the business at that point it was all about kind of the the negotiation back and forth and it worked and and, and, well, and yeah. it, made, it made for a good episode an exciting episode too. and that's and that's what the, you know ultimately that's what the t you know tv producers are looking for right so they could sell sponsorships and exactly. uh yeah, and all that the uh yeah i i mean well because so often it, it it doesn't end with yeah we, we or or even if you're like oh we did sell five and a half million right you'd be like well we took out debt for like a million and a half and they're like oh like i would right. love to invest but like you know not anywhere close to what you're asking for because now i mean ultimately uh the deal was the, the deal closed at 10 percent uh for three hundred thousand plus a line of credit for 700,000 at least on the show obviously the uh, final deal is probably private and that's fine um but yeah the money wasn't there necessarily well sort of um in the 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 300,000 didn't go to uh like 600,000 or 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 800,000 but at least 
you know, each shark got 5%. So you were looking to give up 4% and ultimately they both got 5% and you got a, a lot, you know, hopefully at the, the close de- closing of the deal, you got a line of credit that enables you to continue to grow uh, with it without having to go get extra funding, at least in the immediate future. Exactly. No, I think at the end of the day, you know, looking back, it was a great deal. Definitely worth giving up. I think I, on the show, I was like, well, what about 6%? <laughs> and they're like, get out of here. Um, I was like, all right, you know, and then, so basically giving up the extra 4%, um, you know, it was so worth it. I'm so excited with our deal. I'm pumped with, you know, the sharks and, and Mark and, and Peter. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a crazy experience. And, um, you know, sometimes that's in every negotiation, sometimes you got to dig your heels in and sometimes you got to realize this deal could be like change life-changing and it's worth giving up. A little bit more than you think you want, um, so it all worked out. It, it absolutely can, especially because, like, no offense, but you didn't invent the look, so you know you don't have it patented. So, like, at the end of the day, you, like, you could go start, coll- you know, collars and co two, uh, and and start, you know, start all over again. And you still have your skills and your experience and everything. So, uh, and ex- the experience in the textile uh, market as well. So, like. You know, if, if it, it, you know, the goal is for it to work out, but if it doesn't, it's not like you don't have all those experiences and that opportunity to like go do it again. Um, which I think is, is really important for anybody who's watching who isn't necessarily inventing the product, like from the ground up, patented, like this is the thing, right? And, and there's only this is the one, and anybody who wants it has to come through me. Cause if that's the case, that's a different story, you know, about what you want to give up. But, uh, you know, anybody that has a non-proprietary thing, like you have to, you have to realize like you could do this again too, right? Like, but the amount of exposure that it gives you, the experience it gives you to get to work with two, well, one or two or multiple sharks uh, and, and TV and everything that goes with it, um, I think is, is far and, and above outweighs, giving up a little bit upfront to, to be able to do that. And who knows, like, just just a thought, you know, uh, CNBC airs Shark Tank like nonstop through the weekends. Right. And chances are they're going to, you know, probably air your episode in that in that, re- you know, that repeat cycle at some point, because who's watching CNBC? People that would wear that kind of shirt. Exactly. You know, that's not exactly. so. yeah, guys that work in offices. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I think it'd be something cool for your listeners, too, which is you know, some of the people that I spoke to before going on the show were business guys. They're like venture capitalists and they're, they're coming up with their valuations. They're like, no way would you ever value the company at $3 million? Like you're insane. Like it should be worth, you know, so you're, I'm hearing these voices in my head as, um, as the show's going on. And, you know, it's just something to think about where they don't really understand that, that look, this is a television show. If you can get on there, um, it, it can be life-changing and uh it, you know so it, it comes with way more than just the money yeah yeah i absolutely 100 percent. right the uh the it's it, i would equate it to silicon valley like the difference being like raising capital outside of silicon valley for a you know non-tech company to having a tech company being in silicon valley and then being like you know let's just make it rain in here as much money as you need like it doesn't matter 
it's all good. Just keep it going. Keep it built, you know, keep building. Um, and, and that's where, you know, like Shark Tank, it, it, the value of it isn't just the money, right? It's not just, yeah. I mean, not that you couldn't have a textiles person or, or somebody in that niche uh, invest in the company and it be worth a lot. Um, but, you know, saying you got Mark Cuban, Damon John, Laura Green, like any of them, you know, adds an enormous amount of value and intrigue to a lot of people that will take your call versus like, oh, so-and-so invested in my company. And unless they're like a legend in that industry, right. it might not really make much of it. It might not move the needle enough um, as much as, say, the money m- would hopefully do for you. Exactly. No, totally. And I think that's something to take into account um, for anyone listening, depending on the investors, right? Is it smart money? Is it not? Um, can it get you through the door, cert- through certain doors and help you raise on the next rounds too? Yeah. 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 I mean, especially if you, if you're in that space where you, you need, you know, you feel the need to keep raising or, uh, your business is, is going to thrive more by having those raises versus right. like a one-time investment, you know, like a smaller business that could be bigger, but doesn't necessarily need investment to continue to grow. Cause you don't have inventory constraints or, you know, some other, um, factor, you know, resource, uh, intensive thing that requires that extra money or that extra people uh, invest in the company, you know, right. for profile or, or um, any other kind of benefit like that. Exactly. So you get a deal uh, with Mark and Peter, which is awesome, which I think before the show you were saying, or did you say it during the show uh, during here uh, that you, there was the first time that Mark and Peter uh, I didn't even realize that Peter was a billionaire, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. Um, I didn't get, you know, you only get to find out ahead of time a little bit who the Sharks are going to be. Um, so I wasn't so familiar with Peter at all. But um, mm. uh, but yeah, no, two billionaires and they've both been awesome. So I, I, I couldn't be happier. That, we... that is, yeah, no, I, was, I was just sorry. I was just fast forwarding through uh, to, to get to you the uh the congratulations here and there's uh damon congratulating you as well uh even though he it's so weird that he yeah i think it's right it's very weird that he took a stance that like i don't like the style um and i'm and i'm out like i i don't know it's weird yeah uh that he would feel feel so strong i mean like real it must really you know it's so silly i mean i even think i may even have a picture of him where i mean this is like the uniform for every person i mean if you look every television show every guy is wearing a sweater with a dress shirt underneath it every single one um you know at some point on the show that the guy's wearing it but that would have been a thing to put on the tv the screen next to you you know a, a screen next to you like Hey, here's Mark wearing that same look. There's Dan wearing that same look. Here's Lori photoshopped with a picture with that look. You know, I know. Well, I'm, like I was saying, my buddy sent me this video of like all Damon's buddies wearing it. And he's like, "You should post this on TikTok." I'm like, "Nah, I don't, I don't think I want to start a start start up with him." But um, maybe you know, hey, we do beef, sell, beef, beef gets eyes. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we do these fun um, TikTok makeovers where we do like an oh. ambush. And we'll grab a guy on the street and we'll say, okay, you know, put this on, put this on. So maybe we'll ambush uh, Damon, which I think would be great. 
you know, we like knock on his door and do it. So maybe Mark can put me in, get me in touch with him and we'll, we'll do one of these ambushes and get him, you know, get him suited up in collars and co. <laughs> that would, I would, I would hope Mark uh, would be there for it. Maybe uh, when he's in the, uh, the New York area, you, you know, you could go do it together. <laughs> exactly. That'd be funny. Um, so okay, so you leave you leave Shark Tank with the deal. Uh, what's some of the first things you did once you got you know got back uh, from from airing on Shark Tank to uh, gear up for uh, both the you know preparing for the to, to close the deal at some point and right. uh, to also prepare your business for more traffic. Yeah, but just like you said, right? They don't give you much time on letting you know. They're going to let you know like three weeks ahead, so that's not enough time for lead time for our stuff to be made. Um, but I felt like leaving the show, there were enough like good one-liners in the show that I felt good about airing, right? I told you like, that's like the biggest fear everybody walking through there has is that you went through this entire process, you know, and you, you shoot the show and then you don't air. It's like the worst thing possibly. I'd rather like know ahead of time, you know, just six months before, Hey, you didn't make it. So, you know, that's another thing going in is that you want to make sure it's good TV. You know, you don't want to just say, oh, they ask you for, you know, we'll give you 10% and you say, okay, you know, that won't make the show. You're not getting on, you know, that you just roll over and say, so they, you know, that combativeness is something that, you know, I'm thinking about, hey, look, we got to make a good show also um, because we want to air it. Uh, But yeah, they don't give you much time. Um, I, I, like I was saying, I felt like we were going to air. I've had like a good feeling and there was a good, there was a good, there was a couple of good one-liners like Mark saying, I don't care if I do this or not do this. I'm still going to be effing rich. Right. I'm like, God, that is such a good line. Everybody cracked up. I'm like, how does this show not show something like that? So I was already starting to build inventories and, you know, we were building inventories for um, Thanksgiving and Black Friday. So we were somewhat prepared for if they did make the call and they ended up calling that we were going to be on two weeks before black Friday. So the timing was good. We were kind of ready. Um, we needed more customer support people, right? We knew that, that obviously the, the week after airing and then running into black Friday, we, we got to be ready to roll. We went from four people to like 12 people in the warehouse. Um, you know, kind of just getting ready for the orders. Insane. That's insane. Yeah. The amount of training and, uh, understanding that you got to have patience that you got to have to uh, be able to have that many people all of a sudden uh, doing things and be trained and, and, you know, figure out who's working and who's not working out. Uh, that's, that's yeah, I mean, insane. I mean, we were all planning on being, there. I was there, my kids were there, everyone was making boxes, uh, <laughs> fulfilling orders as best we could. But uh, no, it, it it was great. I feel like we were prepared. I was worried. We, we had a Shopify rep. I called them and I said, look, we're going on the show. Any issues? And obviously they're like, this is nothing. You know, don't worry about it. Um, uh, the show probably, we spiked probably at four times the amount of traffic we normally do um, for that week. So that was cool. And in, in that, in that. like when the episode aired, like four times what a whole week would have in, in like yeah, I would say we had. Or- well, yeah, that that day we had probably four times the amount of traffic. And even the next day, I think there's a lot mm. of people that maybe TiVo, no, it's not TiVo, but you know, TVR it. 
um, or watch it on demand. It doesn't go onto Hulu until the, that Saturday. So yeah. I would say that whole week we were, you know, we were up about, um, you know, two X what we are normally in sales and about four X in traffic for that week. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. Yeah. There, I, I could tell you as somebody who posts the pitch uh, pitches as they uh, literally, as it's still airing here on the East coast, um, you know, the search traffic is a lot, uh, but the nothing's like the East Coast when it first airs and then it, it kind of comes off. But then in Saturday morning is when it like kind of swoops back up um, for for the amount of views and and uh, and search traffic. So, yeah, there, there's definitely something to people not watching it. And the West Coast is not nearly as much of a bump as uh, as the East Coast is for Shark Tank, uh, oddly enough. But um, yeah. Totally. So yeah, it, it there's there's definitely something uh, to that. So, uh, did you did you do a watch party or or what what did you do to celebrate? We did, yeah. So once we knew the air date, um, we did a watch party, uh, and you know it, we were getting ready. We were trying to think about you know how big do we want this to be, and at first it was like, okay, let's just have you know fifteen or twenty people in my house. I'm like, I don't want to have all those people in my house. Um, let's just do it somewhere where we can kind of relax, have drinks. And we, uh, we ended up just renting out, uh, a room and inviting a bunch of people and it was fun. It was really fun. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so what's the, what's the future of Collars and Co looking like at this point? So since the show, we're just uh growing we're really pushing and hustling um we're coming up with new products we launched a women's line which has actually done fairly well from the show i wanted to actually push that so that women that were going to watch the show could come to the site and have something to buy but it turns out that's actually been an interesting extension kind of a non-core category extension um coming out with a bunch of new patterns and then what's really exciting is we're going to be doing so all of our shirts are right it looks like i'm wearing a dress shirt but it's really just a polo oh let me get let me get out of the way yeah. here sorry <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go all the way down right it's just a polo shirt short sleeves so super comfortable but we get guys that are saying well what about long you know i still want to wear long sleeves i'm like well the idea for the shirt was so that you could wear a sweater and not be like hot and you know like pulling your arm down or pulling a sweater over a long sleeve was pain but they're like i just want to wear just regular you know button down dress shirt and guys are wearing our polos just as regular polos so Anyway, we made a regular button-down dress shirt, and we put real cuffs at the bottom. I wish I had one here. Um, we put real cuffs on it, so we think it's going to be killer. So it's basically a performance long-sleeve dress shirt that's stretchy and soft, but the collars, I mean, that's the whole difference with our shirts, or the collars are, like, super stiff. Um, so they really kind of, like, sit up. You don't get to, like, kind of flop down the AC on those yeah, like, like mine uh, is a little. Oh, this shirt is quite old. This, this is a, uh, I think it's a. I forget who makes this shirt, but uh, yes, yeah. it, I, I know, I know you what you're referring like, especially, to. Especially with like, the performance shirts, they're so like stretchy and soft that the collars don't have the structure, so they're always like flopping down. Um, so we think you know, you know what? Oh, there's a name for there's a name for that. One and done. One and done, yeah. Pretty much once I wash it, it's it's over. Yeah. Like it's done. It's this shirt, it's over. And it sucks because right. like that's why I try not to buy anything that's um isn't non-iron 
because of for those kinds of reasons because those shirts like especially the ones that are like 100 cotton or whatever i'm like who who like i'm not gonna iron these shirts like that's yeah. just not gonna happen i don't dry clean everything i have all of the time that that's not gonna happen right. either so yeah you pretty much uh it's a it's a it's like a one and done and then just sits in the closet until maybe i get it dry cleaned or my wife's willing to uh dry clean it or not dry clean, uh, iron it because like it's just not something i'm going to do exactly so um <laughs> check out our dress shirts when they come out they're going to be unlike anything you've ever seen and the collars will always kind of stay popped oh that that is that is awesome now tell everyone where they can go get that yeah, it's collarsandco.com, C-O-L-L-A-R-S-A-N-D-C-O.com. Right there. You go. There you go. I, I, uh, your site, it, it scales really well because this is a 4K screen. And like yeah. sometimes like uh, like we were looking at Creative Castle last night. I was talking with them, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin and uh, Lori. And it was so stretched, like th- like you would just see like the bottom of her chin. You know what I mean? Like, because it's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, as a web developer myself, I know how much of a pain it is pain it is to like get images that like that. Yeah, this is what it would look like, but it wouldn't intentionally be this way. Like right. everything would be like like right here. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, because the, the it wouldn't stretch uh, stretch right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and we see that a lot here on this on this show at the end of uh, at the end of uh, videos where like even on a 1080p screen it's like too it's too stretched you know the image is too stretched for what the effect that they're try- you know what they're trying to show uh, sure. on there. Uh, I was trying to find an image, so um, it's been a long time since I've worn that style, uh, like the 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 sweater with the dress shirt under it. But I had to I put my son or my wife put my son in one. I was trying to find the image of it because I, I remember him complaining about his arms getting, you know, getting stuck because yeah. of the shirt with the sweater and all that. And I, I can't seem to find uh, that image, unfortunately, but uh super we cute may picture. Do a kid's but... version. That's possible that we may roll out of kids because kids mm. hate wearing dress shirts. And this is I, like a polo shirt. And so. gives them a look of dress shirt. So we may for back to school, um, have a prototype already done oh that, that would be great yeah he he definitely could uh he definitely take he could take advantage of that because i feel like there's a uh, it was a dinner or oh was it um was it this no it wasn't no nah, it wasn't this um oh just 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 for the sake of of it, it here's here's dom but uh i could have swore i guess it wasn't this party that we went to that he uh that he wore it like that but but anyway, uh, uh, how did oh I how did you come across uh, my video? Um, or did somebody I recommend? Like, I mean, it I've to you, seen or? your videos before. I've been watch I like watched other pitches. Oh really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Is that was that in preparation to be on the show, or just like by chance before all that, or what? It was probably both. I probably saw it by chance before that. But you're getting uh, out there. I'm trying. We're trying. We're, we're growing. growing. Yeah, I mean, we're awesome. just past uh, twelve thousand one hundred subscribers, and we have like fifty thousand plus people a month that are returning to the channel to watch. You know, That's at least awesome. two videos in a month. Um, yeah. 
so it's it's growing um and i and, and i'm honored to be able to get to to teach and to learn and to share um so that's awesome and so justin i really appreciate you coming on i'd love to have you come on again and we'll sure. you know talk about the future of collars and co and whatever hopefully you'll have a kid's line uh before my kids grow up <laughs> um and yeah uh so i i appreciate you taking the time today no my pleasure thank you so much for having me i'm glad my my daughter was like clicking on the door this is we're talking about it i took my ex away my daughter's like dad come on i'm like hopefully you didn't like see my hand movements moving but um thanks for having me april we do camera you're so welcome. And we do what we got to do, man. That's what being the dad's all about. I mean, there's a window right there and with a door. And I've had the kids like knocking on the w- the window and I'm like, come in, like trying okay. to just let them come in without having to stop everything. So it, it right. we, we do what we got to do. And that's, uh, I love the fact that you're so, uh, inter- you know, interactive with your, with your kids and doing all those things, uh, that you're doing, which we were supposed to inter- uh, do the interview yesterday, had to reschedule for today, both, you know, have things going on. You got things going on after this. So, um, I appreciate, I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Well, thank you so much for having me. And yeah, it's, it was a humbling experience and I'm grateful to show and, and you for covering it. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, hit us up on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. Happy to answer any questions, entrepreneurship, business, how we started. All that Love it, time. Justin. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you sticking around to the end. So if you haven't watched Justin's pitch, click on up here. If not, we'll see you in the video down below. Take care and Kobe super.